What's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else and what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest in the future time today, Natalie Davis. Natalie, hello. Thanks so I much. I am excited to be here. You yeah. have no idea. Oh gosh, okay. it, it's an honor. I know there's tons of anticipation. The honor's mine. No, come on. <laughs> this is great because there's so much knowledge and information, and your reputation in the community is out of this world. So I can't wait for other people to really dive in deeper, get to know you yeah. uh, amongst your sphere. So yeah. uh, let's just start with telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, wonderful. Well, I'm Natalie Davis. I am the owner of Pink Realty Parker and also a small team in Northern Colorado, Pink Realty NoCo. Um, I am, at, my story is a little bit different, actually. I, um, I'm a, a, an immigrant to the country. Yeah. Um, so at the age of three, I moved to the U.S. I was actually born in Jamaica. Cool. So um, I grew up in Texas and uh, uh Spent the majority of my life in Texas. I okay. went to college at Baylor University in Waco, Sikkim Bears, yeah, um, before making my way to Colorado. So okay. uh, my story is a little bit different because I approach life a little bit differently, um, not being born here. My children are the first generation that are born here. So um, life looks a little bit different for me. Growing mm -hmm. up looked a little bit different for me and okay. um, probably not the norm for, you know, U.S. born uh, folks, but... I love that. I mean, and, and I know that people are watching or listening, they'd love that too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's kind of how I got to Colorado. Uh, I got into real estate in 2011 okay. um, in Northern Colorado. Uh, I started with the group in Northern Colorado, and uh, I sold from 2011 to 2017 mm. uh, before transferring down to the Denver metro area. So I've been in the Denver metro area since 2017. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, and I, I love that progression in story, obviously, you know, coming to the United States at a young age and then going through and then making adjustments from, you know, Texas to Colorado. Yeah. Why real estate, though, Natalie? I mean, in 2011, why? I mean, there's so yeah. many different opportunities and businesses and things. What was it for you that got you excited? Yeah, you know, um, the market in 2011, we all know. Yeah, sure. So, um, so I got a lot of strange looks, right? Mm. When I said, oh, yeah, I'm getting into real estate in 2011. <laughs> Um, right, what's exactly. Wrong with people? people are, what's wrong with you? Is what, no. people are. Like, what are you thinking? Um, for me, my parents actually started investing in real estate. So even, even though they weren't um, born here, mm -hmm. my uh, parents really understood the power behind investing in real estate and, and being able to build a legacy through that. Um, I got to grow up behind the scenes, so I've laid a lot of tile, I've replaced windows, I've replaced locks, I've painted more than you could ever imagine. Um, so I had that experience with real estate. It probably didn't leave the best taste in my mouth, but okay. nonetheless it gave me a taste of yeah. real estate. Um, and after moving to Fort Collins and going through the home search myself, mm -hmm. um, I was actually working with a fabulous realtor in uh, Fort Collins and he and I were chatting uh, as I was going through the home search process and he said, you know what? you would do great in this industry. You should think about getting your license. And wow. um, he said that a couple of other people told me the same thing. And then I'm a firm believer. If I keep getting the same message, eventually I start to listen. So oh, after that. hearing it over and over again, I said, you know what, let me get into it. So <laughs> I started my journey into real estate just because I wanted to do the investment side. So sure. I wanted to get in and do the rehabbing, the fix and flips and being able to help families, especially in 2011 families that weren't able to help themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and now it 
it's turned into me just loving everything about the industry. So, Unreal. Yeah. What, a, what a cool story and background. And I find that there's there's so many professionals and other featured titans on the series that it's not necessarily your immediate dream job that when you're a little kid, you're thinking, oh, someday I'm going to be a real estate titan in the mobile and doing all these things. And it's just uh, enough people and enough encouragement and opportunity, obviously, with your family background, right. too. Um, it just what a great opportunity and, and you took the leap of faith and, and look where you are now right so it, yeah. it's fantastic so Thank just you. a little bit about pink I, I do want to go into yeah. that so you know why pink and, and to where you're at right now in this beautiful office that we're in right now too yeah well well thank you for that yeah. um, we our office is coming along we're actually here in our Parker office um, it's amazing I love sure. it um, two years ago, I started down the, a leadership track to mm -hmm. explore opening a franchise, and I knew that I wanted to open a brokerage, and um, just started feeding myself, you know, and doing some research and getting out there and visiting with people mm -hmm. that have opened um, large brokerages, boutique brokerages, you name it, and just chatting with them, and um, Inman actually released an article on Monica and the pink brand um, and announced that they were doing a franchise. And I said, you know what? That's in my backyard. Let me reach out to her. I'd never heard of pink. I'd never heard of Monica. Get out of here. Um, so I reached out to the franchise manager and I said, tell me about the company. What are you guys doing? What's the franchise opportunity? All of that. Um, and we had a great meeting. Um, we had a secondary meeting. And um, in the secondary meeting, I said, you know what? I want to... I want to meet with Monica. That's I want to figure out what is her vision, what drives her, what gets her up during you know for the day and things yeah, like that. For sure. um, so Monica and I actually connected, and mm. uh, we had a fabulous dinner. Um, she came here to Denver. We had a fabulous dinner. Um, it was a couple of hours, okay. and we were in complete alignment with just our outlook on life, um, what she wanted as far as business, as far as growth, um, helping people. She has, I mean, if you haven't met Monica Brecker, she's got a tremendous heart, oh, yeah. um, and to have a business leader um, and franchise owner that has such a tremendous heart just really spoke to me and resonated mm -hmm. with me because that's what I wanted um, for whatever brokerage I decided to move forward with. So um, walked away from that meeting and it was no brainer. I said, done, that's it, that, wow. that's gonna have to happen. Yeah, so here I am. Huh. Yeah, almost a year later. It will be a year in two months. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, and congratulations. I mean, that, that's super great news all the way through and through. And, and a big shout out to a fellow Titan, Monica yeah. Breckenridge. I mean, she's amazing. She is. And um, if you haven't seen her episode, catch that because it's on there for sure. But uh, okay, so transitioning from, you know, your past and, and what brought you here into where you are right now with Pink. Yeah. You know, I really, really like to segue with this next question. And it gives everybody a little bit deeper window into who you are okay. and essentially why you do what you do. So this is the why question. Yeah. Um, if you could really sum it up, it will get you excited, it will get you out of bed in the morning to do what you do to the yeah. level you do it at. What's that look like? Uh, so um, had you asked me that question five years ago, it would be a different answer. Uh, so uh, um, okay. it, getting into the business in 2011, obviously it was, this was the means to building a legacy for my children, right? It's so they can see more, experience more, have more, have better opportunities, right? And and not that there's anything wrong with that. And that was my why for quite a while. Um, a few years ago, I realized that it was bigger than that. Um, and it was, I think it's twofold. One, okay. just in a little bit of my own search and journey. Right. Um, but I have my oldest daughter graduated um, high school and you know, you're, you're doing your everyday and it's because you want again to provide more for your kids well sure. um she actually sold everything and moved to southeast asia 
with oh. everything that fit in a backpack. And it, it was a, that, that was a light switch for me. It was, okay, okay well, maybe that's not my why. It's me um, projecting. As the, because it's a safe oh. and easy why. Is what I, that's what I've come up with. And if anyone, if the, your kids are your why, yeah. great. Sure. <laughs> Don't change no disrespect. Exactly. For me, it was a little bit different because I realized I was, I was getting up every day doing all of these things for hmm. them, um, thinking that's what I was doing it for. But it was just easy and it was safe. Okay. And I had to dig a little bit deeper. So for the last couple of years, I realized that for me, it's making a difference in as many lives as I can. Right, and included in that are my girls. Sure. Um, but making a difference in as many lives. I absolutely love pouring into other people. Mm -hmm. I love being able to have some sort of impact on um, just other people's lives. If I can do that on a daily basis, I feel like I've had a successful day. Sure. Um, so that's really my why is just having that greater impact um, just across the board. I love that. Yeah. And, and I think that as you're transitioning in, in most people's lives, their why extending past themselves and their immediate family, I think, is a beautiful way to to healthily grow everything that's going right. when you're talking about really pouring into others i mean i can see that i mean hopefully you guys are feeling this energy or hearing this energy because it's amazing it's so warm and inviting and, 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 yeah. and real and genuine yeah. and, and i know that uh, your clients your friends and family they feel that they go through that but also your extended family which is your people exactly. right yes. here in the office exactly and, uh, so I think that that's just such a beautiful representation right. and Absolutely. why, you know? Absolutely. And I'm blessed to have that opportunity because not only is it my family here, my pink family, the mm -hmm. agents that are here, the staff that's here, um, eight, the clients like you mentioned, mm -hmm. um, friends, family, obviously, those yeah. are those are the easy ones. Right. Um, I have the opportunity to travel quite a bit and speak in front of other groups. So, you know, if I'm in a group of 30 people or in front of 200 people and I feel that I've touched one life out of that group, I feel like it's a success, right? I don't need to touch all 200 or all people that are in that in that session, but right. um, yeah, yeah, that's that's wow. what keeps me going. That really fills my tank, I love that. I love it. Yeah. Well, your tank's gonna be really full after this, I'm telling you, everybody is he's eating this up. The energy is amazing. So I do wanna go into the next particular question, and this one is actually a crowd pleaser, because everybody wants to know what the Titans are doing or have done to grow their business, to really scale. So okay. Natalie, if you could look back at your business thus far, pick or choose one or two things yeah. that really took it from one level to the next for you, what's that look like for you? Yeah, you know, I, like I mentioned, I started at the group in 2011. Um, I was really fortunate to start at the group. Um, a fabulous um, organization up in Northern Colorado. Um, with that, I was able to take Ninja Installation. Oh, and a lot lovely. of the Titans have taken Ninja yes. Installation. Yes. Um, so I was able to take Ninja Installation for the first time in 2012. Mm -hmm. And I, absolutely transformational. There were days that I was in tears. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely moved me and um, kind of shook my world as far as um, my, just personally, how I looked at myself as a, as, as a person yeah. just making an impact or not you know, or just floating through at the time I think I was just floating through sure as, a, as a most of us do right truly. right um, so really eye-opening for me going through the installation and um, I have to say taking my business to the next level was taking the installation again um, so oh, taking it a second yes. time was yeah. huge yeah. Um, the first time going through the installation I had uh, so much, many ahas on the mindset piece of um, the installation. So I had a lot of shift as far as mindset is concerned, a oh. tremendous amount, okay. um, sometimes even painful, just okay. as far as shift was, was concerned. Um, but going through it the second time, I was able to take 
um, the business piece and really apply um, the skill set and the action um, sure. to my business and really build a solid foundation mm -hmm. after getting over the hump of the mindset because I didn't realize how much I had to work through mm -hmm. um, until going through that first installation. So oh. for me, number one was going through installation the second yeah. time. Okay. Um, something that I realized probably, you know, I would say maybe two or three years ago, um, maybe three or four years ago, um, is to stop doing the things that I don't enjoy. Wow. So it's not what did I add, it's what I pulled okay. out of my business. Equally, if not more important. Yeah, wow. yeah. So um, one of my biggest obstacles, I think, getting into the business mm -hmm. is that I, I wasn't from Colorado. So sure. I got into real estate and I didn't have a database. I didn't have a sphere um, or a group of people that I could you know, turn to as far as business is concerned or even mm -hmm. having them refer me. So sure. I um, built my business based on open houses and I okay. was an open house queen and that's how I built my entire database. That's mm -hmm. how I built a referral based business. Um, just developing relationships with people that I met through open house. Hmm. Um, and I love that. Um, there are some agents and again, if you're doing it and you love it, keep doing it. Some agents that do um, door knocking mm -hmm. or they do farming. I would rather not. Sure. Um, but <laughs> being, I, <laughs> being honest here, right? I mean, if you can pick right. and choose. Exactly. And, but it took some time, right? Yeah, I thought, yeah. you hear these successful agents that are doing things, they're like, oh, you just need to go and door knock, you know, two neighborhoods, and you'll be great. And and I started down that path, and I was like, okay, I'll door knock. And every time I got in the car, and I got out with the flyers, and I thought, I absolutely hate this. Oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, wow, yeah. um, so I stopped. Okay. Because... The energy that I had, the intentions that I had behind it were not, <laughs> you wouldn't want to work with me, sure. right? Because yeah. why would you want to work with someone that is pretending to do something that they're interested in doing or feel it would be beneficial to their business? So mm -hmm. instead, I really focused my attention on um, like the, the key things, my mm -hmm. sphere that was growing, the open houses that I conducted, and just staying connected to the community and being involved in the community. Mm -hmm. um, so plugging into the areas that... I enjoyed okay. and pulling away from the ones that just drove me crazy. Oh, that, but that's so refreshing to hear because there's so many people that say, and it's that old adage, you know, get out of your comfort zone. Right. And there's no growth in comfort zones. Right. But that's not to say that you just do every single thing that makes you uncomfortable. Exactly. You exactly. have to pick and choose and, yeah. and you are humble and intelligent enough to recognize those things right. and be honest with yourself and then, and then go for it and see the right. results that are there. I, I love the fact that you had mentioned uh, mindset because I think yes. that's crucial. You know, talking about uh, Ninja installation, you know, phenomenal, phenomenal programs. Like you said, right. several Titans have been through and continue right. to go through, but taking it additionally, it's not you do one time, you're done and you're good to go. You should always be learning and relearning. Absolutely. I love that message that you're giving everybody. Uh, being involved in community and then recognizing what you like, but then what you don't like. Which I mean, like. that was all beautiful. I mean, right. hopefully everybody's writing this down because <laughs> this is awesome info. I mean, I can't stress enough. This is so priceless. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But I do want to segue into the next particular question, and this is where it gets a little tricky. Okay. This okay. Is, this is the challenge. <laughs> okay. I was like, what are we? What are we getting I into? Know. <laughs> uh, so everybody deals with challenges. No right. one's exempt. It's in the past, now, yeah. or into the future. We all have struggle or hardships and things that we go through, but I'm, I'm a firm believer it's not so much what happens, but how we respond. And not to downplay pain or what's going through, but I think that the learning experience is what everybody can really gain and, and go through. So right. if you're comfortable sharing a challenge you dealt with, you ever came, yeah. what's that look like for you? Yeah. Um, well, I have to say, like, you know, your challenge, your struggle, it becomes your story, right? And yeah. I have to confess, I think for a, a, a 
large majority of my adult life, I had kind of that story envy, right? You hear all of the, oh, I hit rock bottom, I couldn't do anything, and and I didn't have any of right. those things, and I thought, well, I don't know, it's just, I just go through life. It's just sure. what life brings me, and I go through it. So uh, I touched on it a little bit before. Mm-hmm. For me, on the professional side, it was um, really building a real estate business from absolutely nothing. Right. Um, that's huge. Yeah, for me, it was huge um, to be able to um, reestablish or just establish myself. And coming down to the Denver metro area, it's mm-hmm. reestablished myself. So oh, yeah. um, for me, I spent a great deal of time building my sphere mm-hmm. in northern Colorado and then having to relocate to the Denver metro area two years ago. Um, I had that, okay you've done it before and you can do it again, right? Oh, so that's yeah. kind of where I am now. So I'm, I'm living through this one, so I'll have to let you know how it pans out. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> it'll be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Uh, you know, I think that you're, you're talking about a huge, huge challenge that so many different professionals live mm-hmm. through and work with is starting from scratch. And any yeah. business venture, any entrepreneur can feel that. But in real estate especially, I mean, going from, you know, the northern Colorado to Denver, I mean, it's a it's, it's a different world. You Absolutely. might as well be in a different state or a different country. Absolutely. I mean, you're yes. truly starting from scratch. But yeah. what I like, and a lot of people hopefully you're taking away from this, is uh, when you're breaking down the whole story of starting from scratch, you're still a professional. Correct. And you have your knowledge. No one can take your Correct. knowledge, your, your name, your reputation away. Right. It's just shifted somewhere else. Correct. And I, I love that you're a living, breathing article of that. I mean, yeah. don't let that stop you. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, awesome. Thank well, thanks for sharing. It's not yeah, easy to absolutely. kind of, you know, yeah. be vulnerable for everybody. I it's know, not the yeah. easiest thing. So I know. Thank you. We appreciate <laughs> it all day long. So I want to shift a little softer. This is okay. actually my favorite question. Okay. This is the travel back in time. So wow. if you could travel back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice to any age range, yep. what would you say to young Natalie? Ah, so to my younger self, <laughs> dear younger Natalie, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, I think my one piece of advice would be to do the things that you enjoy and that you're passionate about. Not the things that society tells you are the next steps. Um, or even the family members tell you that are the next steps. Um, that was a that was a big piece of for me, and I think, and this might even tie back into the challenge question that we just spoke sure. about. Um, in two thousand and seven, my mom passed away, and that was that was a tough time for me, just going through that. Yeah. Um, but then, almost seven years to the day, my dad passed away, and I'm not sure if anyone's experienced the loss of both parents, but losing both parents definitely. Changes well. It for me. I'll just speak in first person. For me, it changes my perspective um, on how I looked at life. It also was a great realization for me that I was actually living out their purpose for me, not necessarily my purpose for myself. Um, So, you know, as an adult, and you think I'm an independent adult, I'm Mm -hmm. making decisions on my own. I have my own family. In reality, I was still checking the box that my parents had subconsciously or consciously outlined for myself, for for me and my life and what that should look like. Um, When my dad passed away, it was like a light switch. I realized, okay, well, who am I doing things for now? What am I, what is the purpose for me being here? So um, 
That was huge in me realizing I was taking next steps based off of their checklist or their expectations. And, and you can mm-hmm. plug in whatever family member, friend, what have you. Right. We all have those people in our lives, mm-hmm. right? For um, sure. With good intention, um, but it wasn't what made me happy. So for me, I think if I could go back and say, you know what, find the things that bring you joy, find the things that you're passionate about and run with it. Um, I think it would make a huge difference. Not that I would change anything. I'm pleased with where I am and and where life has brought me. But if I could go back and tell her, the younger Natalie, Mm. that's what I would tell her. I love that, Natalie. And and that's that's such genuine and real advice for everybody who's watching and listening to this. And and myself included, you're looking at it and setting those expectations for yourself and and Mm. don't have that heavy level of influence from from others. Take advice and listen and that's okay. But do what makes you happy. Do what you're passionate about. I think that ties back into... Um, some of the advice that you were giving everybody who's watching or listening to that is knowing what makes you happy and what doesn't. And right. and that's so crucial for personal life, for business. 100%. Gosh, that was, that's amazing. I mean, that, this is super good, everybody. <laughs> Come on, all you're absorbing this in. Put pause, rewind yes. it, whatever you need to do, listen to that over and over. I, I mean, uh, that's huge. So that's great advice. Thank Let, you. Let's, uh, I want to go into the next particular one, and this is actually – when you do the stats and break it down, this is actually another favorite for the crowd okay. who's tuning in and watching okay. uh, this particular uh, series. It's the feeding of the mind question. Mm. So a lot of newer or seasoned professionals, they want to know what the Titans are doing to grow their mind. So yeah. I always lead into it with books you're reading or read, podcasts you're listening to, influencers, social media coaches. How are you feeding your mind? Yeah, that's a big one for me. Um, I try to feed myself with something new every day um ideally something positive every day that matters yes um, exactly um yeah yeah you can feed yourself with crap that doesn't help (laughs) don't listen to natalie um so currently i'm reading atomic habits by james clear cool um that's a good one i just started i haven't finished the book but so far i'm just uh captivated by that one it's a good one um a book that i uh, read at least once a year is The Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents by Hal Elrod. So cool. Um, that was probably the one book that, um, in all of my transformations, just absolutely transformed the way I look at my morning and my day, how I approach my mornings and my mm-hmm. day. Um, so it takes you through six things that you should implement in your um, morning routine. I teach workshops on this all the time Um, so yeah if you ever want tidbits on that or just 45 minutes or 90 minutes I can do that for you I'm there Uh, I mean I'm all for it I don't know about you guys Um, so that's one that I read every year I actually challenged myself um, this year with a group um, that hadn't read the book before um, with an accountability group so we started um, two weeks before the end of 2018 and rolled into 2019 and we did a weekly check-in on Wednesday mornings at 5 30 okay. um, to hold each other accountable it was just a reset for me for mm-hmm. I've read the book four five six times now I've read every version that has been written um, wow. for entrepreneurs mm-hmm. for um, real estate agents the regular version just the miracle morning mm-hmm. um, and you get into um, certain habits okay. and you start to tweak your habits 
unknowingly you go back to your old ways and it's little small incremental changes, right? It's, oh, I'll get to the exercise portion of my day later um, mm-hmm. instead of doing it first thing in the morning. Or it's, it, how it points out where it's vital to it, just incorporate that into your morning routine. So you make these small changes and before you know it, you're making these small changes and then you're completely out of the habit that you originally programmed yourself to pick back up. So um, in January, I went through with a small group and we just, we met Wednesday mornings, 5.30, just to hold each other accountable to make sure that we were still doing it. So that's my go-to. It's probably the one book that I give out the most. I'm pretty sure I've given out like 30 or 40 copies of the book. Um, You're welcome. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Call me if you want one. Um, I've got them in the office. Um, Another book that I always reference are two books that I have on my desk. They're sitting on my desk, my go-to all the time, is The Ninja Selling Book by Larry Kendall. Uh, I reference that at least once a week, if not more. Um, I pull that off. um, Monica Breckenridge, Mm -hmm. also a titan, um, is a big believer in the secret. Mm -hmm. Um, The Answer by John Asraf. Um, I also keep that on my desk, uh, the answer, because that focuses a lot on like your affirmations and how you're, you're focusing on those things. So um, those are the two that I keep on my desk. I try to read something new every month. Okay. So a challenge I had for myself for 2019 is to read at least one book a month. Hmm. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when your yeah. schedule's full, it's a lot. It is. Um, Carving so, that time out. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so th- those, are, those are huge for books. Podcasts? Yeah, so, well, real estate titans, of course. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you, Molly. I appreciate it. Thank um, you for the show. Exactly. Uh, no, really, in the mornings, that's my go-to. Um, 30 to 45 minutes is what you yeah. keep them all, uh, with the exception of yours. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I had two more questions. Um, but that's my go-to in the mornings. Um, the Ziggler, I uh, like to listen to. Um, the School of Greatness, Lewis Howe, oh, I think. Okay. Yeah, is another. Um, and then... Uh, Oh gosh, now I'm going blank on Oprah's um, Super Soul okay. podcast. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, those are kind of my go-to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And those are, I mean, that's all such beautiful and diverse perspectives and different information yes. that you're constantly feeding yourself. Absolutely. I love the fact that you had mentioned rereading. Um, and again, going back to what you're talking about with the ninja, ninja insulation, right. going back and rereading certain things because right. you're in a certain place in your life right exactly. now. You read something, you listen to something, and then two years, five years, ten years later, you reread it. You're in a different evolution Absolutely. in your life, in your thought process. You right. pick and choose a few things that really stick out. Right. So I love that particular piece. Obviously, continually educate and grow and, and go through, but reread and re-listen and yeah. re-educate. I love it. I'm going to yeah. have everything in the comments down below so you can feed your mind and follow just like Natalie does. Natalie, this has been chock full of awesome information. This is so amazing. (laughs) I know everybody's going to love, love, love this. Um, I want to wrap everything up with a final question. Uh, This one ends up being the quote or mantra that you live by. Something that sums you up as a person, a professional. What's that look like for Natalie Davis? Um, So it's more of a mantra. It's uh, Picasso. Um, It's actually the meaning of life is to find your gifts and the purpose of life is to give them away. I think that that's how I live. Um, Just in realizing now that um, it fills me to fill other people. Um, It's a gift that I have. I love speaking. I love teaching. I love coaching. Um, And I 
we'll continue to offer that and do that. Um, not just for agents here. I connect with agents that are in other brokerages. It doesn't matter um, as long as I'm helping someone and, and feeding them. So, yeah, that's that's probably what I wake up every day, think about, and, and if I can check that off, then I'm, I'm good to go. I love it. Yeah. I love this episode, everybody. <laughs> yes, I mean, Natalie, this has been amazing. Yeah. Honor, once Thank again, you. to have you. Thank You're an you. official real estate Thank titan. You. Absolutely, 110%. <laughs> Um, as always, thank you so much for your time and attention, everybody. You love and support. If you like what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, do not forget to like the Facebook yes. page, subscribe to YouTube. Um, also, have a listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Uh, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Bye.